All right. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Cheers to Us. I'm your host, Netta. I guess that's all you really need to know. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode, you guys. Um, first things first, you know that song, Sunday Kind of Love? Um, it's by Etta James, I believe. And if you guys haven't heard it, it's like, it basically is like, I want a Sunday kind of love and blah, 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 blah. And she like explains it. Um, and guess who listens to that song every Sunday? Me. So obviously by the title of this episode, I feel like you guys can tell what we're going to be talking about today. And you can tell that it's probably going to be hilarious. Um, it is, it really is. So today we dive into (laughs) what it's like to be single during the pandemic uh, dating our little dry spell, or I guess large dry spell, if you will, depending on how long you've been single for, if it's been this whole pandemic, I'm so sorry for you. Um, hopefully, you know, we and our bodies will get through this together. It's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, so I listen to that song every Sunday. So every Sunday, including my Sunday scaries on top of that, I feel really single. So maybe like, this like dooming feeling of singleness <laughs> on a Sunday is like part of my existential crisis. It's part of my Sunday scaries. It's part of my whatever you want to call it. I feel that shit times three. I felt that shit twice. I feel it every Sunday and it's just, I, I don't even know what to do about it. So this week I wanted to just talk about it. I was wondering, you know, maybe that might help. And I felt like you guys could relate. Um, if you are single as well, and if you're not, then, you know, you can listen to this and enjoy the bliss of being with your lover, hopefully, uh, even more and, you know, rub it in our faces privately, of course, because I will block you if you rub it in my face, how single I am. Thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) so before we hop in first things first, as usual, or I guess this might be the second thing. Um, but we're gonna do our little cheers. I have a iced matcha latte with almond milk. It is currently, why was it so hard for me to say almond milk? Oh my god, see? Almond milk. I don't know why that's so difficult. Um, it is 6.14pm on a Sunday, so let's really, let's hope that I don't actually feel this. I just love the flavor of it. I know um, a couple people told me after, like, the last couple episodes, one of them when I was drinking a matcha latte, somebody was like, that's the grossest thing to cheers with. That tastes like shit. Why would you do that? Um, and, you know, to that I say, you're wrong, but also do you, boo. I don't know. I love coffee, but I wouldn't be drinking coffee right now, but I could drink a matcha and be fine. Anyways, guys, cheers. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, cheers to another week. It is Sunday again, and hopefully I will upload this today. I'm not super late. Um, either way, um, if not, you know, whenever you're listening to this, love you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being my best friend. I hope you're well. I'm your best friend. I'm here to talk whenever you want. Um, so feel free to hit me up and yeah, cheers to us. Cheers to you guys for being here. Cheers to me. Cheers. Okay. Yum. That matcha latte was fantastic. 
Um, I'm actually getting so annoyed right now because I'm trying to record and just noises keep coming out of everywhere, literally. Like, there's a crow, there's a car. There's just so much going on around me right now. I don't know. But, I mean, it's nice. The universe is alive. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I feel super single during... (laughs) during this pandemic, but especially on Sundays, just because I feel like it's a nice little, I don't know, it's like your wind down day, you know, and it's like Sunday is a day where I feel like most people don't really want to like hang out with their friends. Like I am very social, but I, even I like to see people on Sundays, but I think if I had a partner, I would rather just spend my Sunday with them, you know, and like not with my friends. Now I feel like, you know, my friends and I see each other every Sunday or like every day of the week almost because it's still quarantine and we still just have like, you know, such weird lives going on. Um, and of course by my friends and I, before any of you guys come for my fucking throat, it's literally the same social distancing pod that I've had since the beginning of the pandemic last March. So literally I've been seeing the same people for a year. Um, and our pod is really small. I would say we're what four or five people, uh, maybe. And yeah. So anyways, I basically, you know, see these people, but I was just thinking, I feel like it's like Sunday. Imagine, okay. Imagine like this is the perfect Sunday, right? You're totally in love. You have the best partner. Obviously you love yourself and yada, yada, yada. Everything is fine in that department. But you have, you know, this beautiful relationship with somebody who you love and they love you back and you're, you know, cleaning up around the house together and playing music and then you cook dinner together and then you take a bath and then you go to bed and you are nice and prepped and revived for the week. You know, maybe you smoke a blunt or two or a bowl or whatever floats your boat. Maybe you have a glass of wine in the bath. I don't know. I don't care. But I just feel like it's such a... I don't know. It's so easy to get lost in like the romantic daydream for me on a Sunday. But today I want to talk about being single during a pandemic because, you know, usually I feel like when you're super single or you've been single for a while, like let's say pre-COVID, right? When I say usually, I mean normal life. But I guess at this point, you know, this is our normal. Um, But let's say we're all, you know, just in denial real quick. Rewind. Go back to pre-COVID, right? normally you'd be like super single and you just feel super isolated and like left out and your friends are all, you know, getting it and getting laid every day of the week, anytime they want, you know, and (laughs) they're in love and you're sitting there like, oh my God, I'm so single and I can't meet anybody and I'm just so busy with work and you go to the bar on weekends hoping to find somebody and you're just meeting these stupid ass guys who just want to hook up or people or whatever, you know, floats your boat. But let's just say you're not really happy, right? And you feel super isolated. I feel like pre-COVID, I felt so much more isolated in my singlehood, if you will, or singleness. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm lonely. You're lonely. We're all lonely. It's okay. We're going to be lonely together, but far apart. So we're still all lonely. Um, I don't know if any of that makes sense to anybody else. But, you know, if you feel me, you're not alone. You know, this is probably the longest dry spell that I think most of us have ever gone through, at least if, you know, oh, wow, you guys, that bird has a lot to say. I don't know if it's answering me. Hello? Anyways. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long your guys' dry spells have been. 
please let me know if you feel comfortable sharing that. I feel like that would be hilarious to talk about. But I literally could not feel more single. You guys don't understand. Like, could not feel more alone. Could not feel more like the Sahara Desert. Could not feel more annoyed. Could not feel more also anxious to get back into dating and get back into talking to people. Like, what? I just, sometimes I think about that and I'm like, oh my God, just the prospect and like just the idea of talking to a new person again and getting to know them and then getting to know their bodies and they get to know your body and the first time you could take your clothes off and we've been in a pandemic and I don't remember the last time I worked out. So, oh my gosh, I just, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so nerve wracking. I remember there was a guy that I was like texting like, let's say, like, a couple months ago, I think I talked about this in, like, the last episode or the previous episode or whatever. Same guy who, you know, told me he had, like, anxiety and, like, kind of it was just, like, nerve-wracking for him to, like, talk to a girl again. Like, I fucking felt that twice. I didn't even bat an eye. I mean, not that you should. Obviously, like, people's anxieties are normal and everybody has their thing. But I literally felt, like, what he was saying so hard. And I told him, I was like, dude, I understand. Because I think about, like, I'm like, how am I even going to make a new friend? Like, we're in our 20s. Or I don't know if you are. I'm 23, almost 24, okay? So I'm sitting here thinking, this is the time of my life where... I should just be meeting new people, you know, doing my thing, going out, feeling sexy, feeling young, feeling great. I don't care, you know, what you do if you want to rack up your body count, if you don't want to, if you want to stay modest, whatever, as long as you feel great, do that. But that's what we should be the fucking doing right now, right? And guess what we're not doing? Exactly that. So I'm sitting here in my car recording this podcast for you guys, but in my mind, I'm like, damn. I literally am 23, almost 24. Like, this should have been my prime, you know? Um, But instead, I'm over here, like, I don't even know how to make a new friend. I literally feel like once we go back into, like, regular society where people are, let's say, not masked or most people are vaccinated or let's say people are all masked, you're still meeting new people. I literally don't know how to talk to people anymore. Like, I feel like I'm going into the first day of kindergarten all over again, anytime I have to talk to anybody, including a Trader Joe's employee. Like, literally, I think that's, like, the maximum of my, like, interaction with strangers and meeting new people. And if anybody asks me, like, what my name is or, like, you know who I am or how are you, I feel like I literally won't even know how to speak. So I'm absolutely terrified. You bet your ass. I'm absolutely fucking terrified of the entire premise of just talking to somebody new. Like, I, if a guy slides into my DMs, I, by the way, if you ever slid into my DMs in the last, like, four, five, six months, and I seem like an alien who doesn't know how to speak to you, it's because I feel that way, okay? I don't know how to be around people anymore, and I just naturally am, like, a really weird person, (laughs) I feel. So, you know, normally, like, my social skills are also pretty adept, I would say, and I would be pretty good at, you know, toning it down, controlling kind of (laughs) what I present to a stranger before, you know, they're trapped in my, you know, craziness. But now I just don't even have the capacity for that. I don't know if I've lost that skill or if, you know, just the trauma of the pandemic literally gives you 
like no capacity to deal with anything. Uh, or it could be both, honestly. I feel like both sound really, really accurate. But anyways, so I don't know how to talk to people. And I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I'm almost 25. Or, you know, you might say, okay, you're not almost 25, whatever. I'm literally about to be like in my mid 20s. And I haven't even met anybody. And I'm like, you know, my clock's kind of ticking here. Like there's definitely parts of me that are like, hey, you know, we've been in a dry smell for about too long now. And uh, you want to get like an arranged marriage going or something like that? Like I literally have been considering this premise, which maybe it's my culture, maybe it's whatever. <laughs> like I grew up, you know, with that even being an option in the back of my mind, which I would never take. But literally I'm sitting here thinking like, should I just set something up? Like, should I accept a suitor? You know, should I accept like some, can we like get something going? Can I like hit up some aunties here and there? Like, can somebody set something up? Because I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired of this emotional and physical dry spell. And I just want to be in love, you know? Okay, so I'm a very, how do you, you know, how do I say this? I'm a very solutions-oriented person, so my immediate response to having any kind of crisis is like, okay, how do I fix it now, right? Which, you know, doesn't really come in handy when you're having a panic attack or you're as prone to anxiety as I am, but in this case, how do we fix this whole being single during a pandemic, right? I feel like there's the obvious answer, which, you know, involves just you yourself and you, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, and if you don't, then maybe you shouldn't be listening to this episode. You might be too young or too sheltered. I don't know. Um, but other than that obvious, you know, notion of just satisfying the physical needs of yourself, I feel like there's a few ways to go about this, right? I feel like a lot of people have downloaded dating apps and that's just been the thing nowadays. And you can, virtual, you know, date and FaceTime, which by the way, I feel like a FaceTime date for the first time I talked to somebody, I would probably rather do anything than that. Like I would probably rather spoon full eat like a literal spoonful of shit than have a FaceTime date be my first date with somebody. No, no, thank you. They don't need to see that side of me that quickly. Thank you so much. Um, but I, yeah, so I was thinking like, okay, how would we even fix this whole being single thing? Which, you know, I guess it's kind of hard because you can either download a dating app and then get to know somebody for a long time and do all the virtual FaceTime dates and blah, 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 before, you know, you commit to meeting them and wanting to see them, in which case, you know, you guys both have hopefully been social distancing and I guess, you know, to do it correctly, you would have had to quarantine and then, you know, make sure you're tested negative and all of that before you hang out, which I know a lot of people are not doing. And I understand I'm not sitting here being, you know, fucking high and mighty, but I just feel like, okay, so you go through all of that and then you hang out with this person and you have no chemistry or you are not on, like, you're not physically attracted to them or you're, I don't know, maybe you just like see something about them or they say something racist or they like say something fucked up and you're like, wow, I went through all of that. It's just so much harder. It's like 
there was so much more mental and emotional effort put into going on a first date, especially because you're so single that you don't even remember the last time you got laid, or maybe you remember it all too well because you are dying to get laid again so badly. Um, yeah. How the fuck are we supposed to date again? And how am I supposed to be young and sexy and in my 20s when I feel like I have the social skills of a wall right now? Um, and this podcast is honestly, like, I feel like, (laughs) once again, the podcast is therapy for me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I literally am like, okay, so the most I'm talking to people is this podcast, which in reality, I'm talking to myself. So again, am I okay? Like, is this really building my social skills? I don't know. You guys let me know. Hopefully if you guys relate to anything I say, then at least it's like beneficial, you know? Um, but yeah, so then, okay, so you download dating app, you can date people, blah, blah, blah. Second option is, you know, you're just not social distancing and you're not caring at all and you're meeting new people and dating new people and hooking up and doing your thing. In which case, I would just like to say I hate you because you are the reason we're still in a pandemic and we're all, the rest of us at least, are all still stuck here single and dry. So you suck. Um, and then I guess, you know, the other option is, if you are already with your partner, then I don't know. I feel like I would be one of those people who would have not been able to stand being with my partner through an entire pandemic, or at least it would have really tested me, you know, to get through at least the first portion. We're spending this much time together. There's no space. You know, we're stuck inside together the whole time. I definitely really need a lot of my own personal time and space. So I don't know how I'd feel about that. But I guess it's better than being stuck like this, you know, and not knowing how you're going to meet new people and how you're really going to be able to like connect with people and actually fall in love. You know, you're sitting here like, okay, I'm in my twenties, I'm in my mid twenties and I'm super single. I would love to fall in love and find the person that I'm eventually going to be with, you know, like a forever ting trying to find them right now. But how am I supposed to find this person if the most you know, outside of my bubble that I can go is if I go to a store, in which case the whole time I'm panicking about getting COVID or trying not to get COVID, trying to get out of there as fast as possible while also having most of my face covered and then talking to a person who also has their face covered. You know, it's just, I I don't even know you guys. I don't know what to do about it, which I don't know if you guys know what to do about it either. It's kind of just one of those things that I feel like we need to go through, but doesn't undermine how much it sucks. Um, I will say that. Anyways, um, another person that I was talking to recently was talking about, you know, social distancing and how that plays in if like you're with somebody, but then you guys don't live together or you guys each have roommates or for whatever reason right now it's long distance. Right. And like, I feel like people in long distance relationships right now, like in a pandemic, it's like that sucks so bad because I feel like you can't even travel to see each other anymore. But then at the same time, I'm like, isn't the pandemic kind of easier for you because you're used to being away from your person? Like, I don't know. I feel like you can bear that more. I don't, I'm not a person who would be able to handle a long distance relationship. Like I would like to touch you and squeeze you and say hi to you and like squeeze your face every day, hopefully, preferably. Um, so if I can't really do that, then, you know, that's like not going to work out for me. And then telling me that I can't travel to go see my 
boo, no. Mm -mm. Nope, not for me. But if you're doing that, kudos to you. Let me know if it's been harder or easier, I guess, for you guys to get through a pandemic together um, if you are long distance and if that's just kind of like more normal and it hasn't changed too much for you guys or if it has. Um, And I feel like actually (laughs) maybe long distance uh, couples will have the best advice for how to get through a pandemic, even if they're fucking suffering right now. I mean, we all are, but I feel like couples who are like into long distance, like people, not people who are just like, oh, we have a long distance relationship right now because we have to. People who are in a long distance relationship and it works for them and they like work it and they're good at it and it like is good for them. Please let the rest of us know how you get through this. Like, what do you guys do? Is it just all like, I feel like trying to have sex and social distancing at the same time, especially if you're distancing from your partner. Um, so what are we doing? Or is it just all FaceTime? Has everything become virtual now? Which I mean, of course, phone sex and like all that shit has always been, you know, like virtually it's always been a thing, right? Um, is that pretty much just how it goes? I feel like, is that just what this pandemic has taught us? Everybody just learns how to become, you know, like adaptive (laughs) to long distance relationships. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Let me know. So, you know, I feel like, okay, well, phone sex, video chat, all of that has always been a thing, right? And it's always been a thing between, like, long-distance couples. Uh, I don't, would you guys feel comfortable doing that on a first date or, like, with somebody that you're not in a relationship with but you've been dating, you know? Because, like, let's say, like, if you're not social distancing and you don't care or it's pre-COVID or whatever, we're not in a pandemic, right, and you're single, you go on a date with someone, whatever, you decide if you want to go home with them or not, if that's comfortable for you, if both parties are willing, blah, 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 right? You do your thing. So what if you have a FaceTime date with someone and it's your first date, right? And it just escalates. Do you just start taking your clothes off by yourself, like behind the screen? Like, no, I feel like that definitely could be a date, right? That like works for some people, which I feel like is interesting. I mean, good on you, do whatever. So I feel like that's a solution. Um, if you're comfortable with that, you could, I guess, date people and hook up with people like that. If that is something that you're into. Um, anyways, yeah. So I, you know, but I kind of am like out here looking for a husband, which may sound insane. It's not like I want to get married now, but I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I would love to meet this person so that I can date them for at least two and a half, three years you know, and then they propose and then we're engaged for like a year, right? And then you get married. So what is that? If we are together for like, let's say three years and then we get engaged and we're married and whatever, that's like four years. So if I met this person now, I would be getting married at like 27, almost 28, which to me isn't late, but that would have to be like now. And this person would have to work out and we would, there would be no chance of like, us breaking up or whatever, right? Which for me is not very common because it's kind of hard for me to like commit, you know, hashtag commitment issues, but also finding somebody that I like enough and like can emotionally bond with enough is kind of difficult for me because I just need a lot deeper of a connection. And 
I just feel like, okay, so I'm going to meet this person now. There's probably like, you know, I feel like an eight out of 10 chance that the person you start dating or you go on like a random date with somebody, there's an eight out of 10 chance that you're not going to end up with this person forever. Some people say it's 50, 50. Maybe I'm just super pessimistic because I'm an asshole, but that's how I feel. Right. So, okay. Let's say there's an eight out of 10 chance that you don't end up with this person. So, okay. So I'm going to keep dating. I would have to basically continue dating and just be actively dating right now and meeting new people constantly to be able to find my forever person. And then hopefully that that relationship would last three years or long enough for us to get engaged. And then we would get married and whatever. Right. So I think realistically, I won't meet anybody like, and like get out of this pandemic until I'm like 25, 26. So I'm sitting here like, am I going to get married at 30? So that's part of my existential crisis in case anybody was wondering, or if anybody else also has this existential crisis, please let me know how you're getting through it. Um, yeah. And I just feel like, okay, that's if I met somebody now, or if I, you know, start dating the moment I can, or the moment it's safe and I meet somebody and we immediately fall in love and everything works out. But realistically, that's not how it's going to go. And I feel like my first date again, like back into the world, you know, is going to be literally me treading water and like drowning. (laughs) So I don't really know how that's going to go for me. Um, but I would love to also hear any dating stories if you guys have any during this pandemic. Something that has been super funny for me, I guess, has just been talking to my friends about like guys that they've met or people that they, you know, have dated like during the pandemic, you know, either whether there's like social distancing going on dates or, you know, not social distancing and going on dates. I think it's still just been funny to hear about like how people are getting through this pandemic and their own ups and downs both physically and emotionally because I think something that's interesting is like I wonder how many people have stayed together or gone with somebody simply because we're in a pandemic and like not only again like if you don't have a person you're like fuck I'm gonna be single and dry and grumpy and like dying and horny all the time you know, and I don't have a partner and I don't know how long that's going to last. Right. Cause like we're in a pandemic again for the millionth time. Sorry. I keep saying pandemic. I should be like saying like panorama or like perpendicular or something funnier. Um, but anyways, so like I know a ton of people, I really feel like, you know, obviously I would never like bring it up to anybody, but I just, sometimes I think I'm like, I wonder if these two people are still together because they have to be right. Um, so I actually have a little story for you guys. So I downloaded Hinge for the first time and last time in my life. Thank you so much. Um, a little over a year ago, it was like February. It was actually, we had like a little Valentine's Day thing. Um, and all this, you know, whatever, like all these activities that we were doing to have like a little single girls Valentine's Day together, um, with my best friends. And, you know, I downloaded a dating app, started talking to a bunch of people, swiping, whatever, matching. And I'd never done this before, but I was like, okay, whatever. Like, it's fun. So I do that. I meet this guy. It's the day after Valentine's Day. So pre-pandemic, right? We go on a coffee date. We start texting or we start texting. We go on a coffee date, like maybe a week and a half later, something like that. And we just, you know, we hit it off. Our first date was amazing. We hit it off, whatever. So I'm start dating this person. Lo and behold, whatever. I'm his girlfriend. Okay. 
And, you know, I'm not saying that this whole relationship was like, because we were in a pandemic, but there were so many times like towards the end of our relationship, which ended, I think like six months after that or something like that. We basically met, we hit it off, you know, we were dating, blah, blah. And then like, we, I think went out with friends once, like there was only like once or twice, you know, when him and I went out and like actually hung out with other people and friends and stuff like that. Like, obviously we had date nights by ourselves, you know, whether at home or restaurants or whatever, but there was only like two nights where we like went out with friends and I actually got to like see him interact with other people and really get to know him in like a different setting. Um, and I, then, you know, all of a sudden the pandemic hits, like not even a month after we started talking and I wasn't even really like his girlfriend at that point, like we were dating and together and stuff, but you know, it wasn't anything serious at that point. And then the pandemic hits. And so all of our time is just spent together. And I feel like that's another way to get to know a person. You know, I don't want to discredit that way of getting to know a person, but most of our dates would be in a car, you know, like we would go hang out, like get food, sit in the car, go for a drive, go see a nice view, go for like a hike, um, you know, like and hang out. But it was just like, okay, what is there to do other than that? And like watching a show together, watching a movie together. Like it was just, it kind of was, I think really, there was like minimal, I guess like outside options for like activities and ways to get to know each other. Right. Especially if you just started dating. But I guess we got to know each other also in like a really private and intimate way because of that, which was fine. But I remember towards the end of our relationship, there was a couple times where him and I literally were so honest with each other that like we literally said, like I asked him once, I was like, I wonder, like, do you think we're together and we're like so into each other and we're so emotionally intimate with each other because we're both like in a pandemic and going through this trauma? We're like, we need somebody, you know, or like, we feel like we're finding comfort in each other. And that's like what this relationship is, you know, like, is that like the purpose of this relationship? Is that what it's serving for us? Or are we actually in love and like growing and developing together? Which I would at this point, which, you know, it's been a while since we broke up, but I, at this point, I would say, I feel like it was both right like there was definitely a big part of me at least that found a lot of comfort in having him as like a constant as something that didn't change and wasn't fluctuating constantly and wasn't all over the place and wasn't super unstable or anything like that you know just having our relationship having a constant person that is yours and of course being physically intimate with people it does release happy you know chemicals in your brain so of course a huge part you know of I feel like improving your mental health also can be, you know, being intimate with somebody and developing a relationship with someone um, that is beyond just friendship, right? It's just like a different kind of happiness, which obviously I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I do know, you know, the science behind psychology to a degree, of course. And, you know, just from my own personal experience, like, I definitely think that if you are in a healthy relationship that is loving and supportive and exciting you know, you might have a better time getting through this pandemic, or you'll at least have, you know, that extra support, that extra resource of like love and intimacy that 
is really unique, I think, personally, to, like, your romantic relationship with somebody and, like, your romantic partnership versus your friends or your parents or even your bestest friend or your sibling or whoever you're closest to. You know, I really don't think that there's anything like having a partner, especially if they live with you or you're still seeing them, you know, during this pandemic and you guys kind of can lean on each other throughout that. So I feel like I experienced, you know, I've so far, I guess I've experienced both being single and being in a relationship during a pandemic. And, you know, I don't know which is better or worse. There was also kind of like the issue of it kind of sucks when you date in a pandemic because another thing that I remember like would come up was this feeling of like, oh my God, it feels like we've been dating for so much longer than we actually have. Like, let's say at this point we've been together for three months, three and a half months. It literally feels like you've been together for much, much longer because you're spending a lot of time together. If you're quarantined together, which let's just go under that impression, right? If you are quarantined together or you're in each other's social distancing pod or whatever, him and I didn't live together, but we were still seeing each other and, you know, minimize, like minimizing our social interactions with others, right? Because we were seeing each other and we both saw, you know, our own families and that sort of thing. But basically I'm just thinking like there were so many times where we would just feel like we had been together for so much longer and we knew each other so much better and deeper on a different level because there almost was just like no room for fluff. Like maybe when we're not in a pandemic, you know, you go on all these dates and there's a lot more things to do outside of just spending time together and not really doing anything else, right? Other than maybe talking or finding things to do together or finding creative ways to like entertain yourselves and each other, right? And like to keep it exciting because so much of that obviously, you know, used to be like, oh, mall dates or going, I don't know, mini golfing, going to the movies, going dinner in a movie. Like think of just the classic dates, right? All of a sudden we can't do any of that. And you just started dating somebody. So I feel like at the point where we had been dating four months, we had spent so much time together just in a car again, or like, you know, alone or cooking together or just doing super kind of like more mellow and less, um, distracting activities together. So all the time we had spent wasn't really, you know, just us doing fun stuff together and kind of like getting to know each other in that way. A lot of it just, you know, we jumped into a lot of deep conversations and a lot of really serious conversations from the get-go And I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, if that like, you know, moved things too quickly or it kind of, I guess, cut the honeymoon phase short. But I really feel like that's a huge part of being in a relationship in a pandemic. And I mean, hopefully this won't really last for like much longer. I really hope so. Um, And I feel like, you know, if you start dating somebody now and you know, you guys do get to the point where you hang out in person and you're being safe and that sort of thing. And you guys become each other's social distance, you know, pods or buddies or whatever. Like it'll be better because now at least where I live, you know, in California and like in the Bay area, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. So indoor dining has opened up again, obviously, as long as, you know, you're protecting yourself, but still, you know, it's a little bit better. You can still at least go out to eat or walk around stops and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I just, you know, hopefully this won't happen again at any point in our lifetime. 
So this has just been my experience, you know, being single in a pandemic (laughs) and quarantining, social distancing, trying to be conscious while still, you know, getting through all of this and still feeling young, still practicing my flirting, if you will, still flexing those muscles, Um, which obviously by how awkward that statement just sounded, obviously I feel like I'm not doing too well. Um, but yeah, you know, if you guys tuned in, please let me know how you feel. Let me know if you're in a relationship or if you're single, if you're in a relationship and you guys have come up with any super fun date at night ideas or, you know, something that you guys have created as like a routine that works out for you. Let us know, um, you know, share the fun ideas. And if you are also single and suffering, I hope, uh, you know, I don't know. I hope we, we get through this soon. Of course, you know, all jokes aside, being in a relationship or being romantic with somebody isn't everything. We're all complete and fine just on our own. You don't need anybody else, of course. Um, but I still just wanted to, you know, make this episode today and hopefully laugh along with you guys about the state of, you know, the world and, just how it feels at this point. Again, this podcast is about being in your 20s and really anything that falls under that category. So whatever you guys want me to talk about next, let me know. Um, We will be talking more about relationships and sex and that sort of thing. So let me know if you enjoyed this episode and check out the description for, you know, social media handles and how to support the podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next one.